Good morning. We are starting out today with a special offer just for y'all. We're partnering with Shop App and giving away $100,000 Shop Cash at shop.cash slash Baby. Now there's limited availability, so claim your gift now and spend it in the Shop App within the next 48 hours. You can also earn rewards every time you check out with ShopPay. Plus, ShopCash goes even further for all of our first-time customers. If you've never shopped with us before at Caden Lane, you can turn your $5 ShopCash into even more when you redeem your exclusive offer only in the Shop app. So visit shop.cash slash Baby today only. Hey, welcome to I'm That Mom, the podcast about motherhood without the pressure of perfection. My name is Katie. I'm a self-taught entrepreneur who started my baby company while pregnant and grew it to an eight-figure business as a single mom of three. Join us as we discuss the fun, funny, and messy parts of motherhood. We're certainly not experts. We're just here to support all the moms and hopefully, collectively, we don't completely get up. Okay, here we are again. I'm kind of loving this topic for today. Not so much because it's about advice or what we should do as moms or, you know, maybe what we shouldn't do or helpful hints. This is just straight up what not to say to pregnant women because we've all been there. Don't you remember somebody saying something to you? Yeah, I think my mother said like half of these to me actually oh, now no. that I'm reading She's, through them. Okay, so just so you guys can get a full visual, we have a list in front of us. So to in order for us to really like know what people are being said to, we polled our social and we didn't just get a couple of comments. We were flooded by things not to say to pregnant women. And some of these were like submitted multiple times, which means these are common phrases and your mom said half of them to you. I think so. <laughs> Are you sure you want to eat that? Yeah, she definitely said that one multiple times. (laughs) Oh my God. And my answer was always, yes, mother, I do want to eat this. Yeah. In fact, now I'm going to eat more because you asked if I want to eat this. Did you have one one finger in the air as you said that or? I had the the eye. The eye. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Okay. So top one says, um, so basically it's anything that just, that follows just wait. Like, I guess if you were to say like, I'm so tired and then they're like, oh, just wait. Like, it's like your whole life is over. That's what yeah. they're insinuating. It is kind of annoying when people say that. Like, like, like we're not already aware, yeah. right? We yeah. know this. Yeah. Like just wait until you never sleep again or, oh, just wait until they're walking or, oh, just wait until you have two. I mean, it. Really, if that's all we're all saying to each other, like, this doesn't sound very fun at all, motherhood. Right? <laughs> Just wait until what? So it gets worse? Yes, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets much worse. It gets much worse. Run now. <laughs> don't do it. We all know how babies start. Just don't do it. Um, okay, how about the second one? C-sections are an easy way out. Uh, I had three C-sections. They literally cut your body open. Yeah. In what world is that an easy way out? I mean, I guess it's like keeps your vagina intact a little bit better. At least but. the other scenario, I already have like a hole for it to cut. Like you don't have to cut any. I mean, this is. I, uh, so I had C-sections. I will say I was very lucky and they were, they were very easy. I have to say, but easy way out. No, I don't think so. I don't think, I think Absolutely that not. any way you get a healthy baby is the right way. And there's not one way that is better than the other. 
definitely not one that is easier. Both have hard recoveries. Absolutely. Both can have complications, all the things. So yes, please keep your opinions to yourself. (laughs) That's the... Like I'm almost... This is the one where I was like, do people really say that to other humans that have babies? Like that is crazy to me. Yeah. Like I can't imagine going up to another woman and saying that because I did not have any C-sections, but... In no way do I think that mine was harder or any less hard. No. Than. And then the second one says, okay, I'm I'm starting to like take this personal. The next one <laughs> says, it must be nice to just go in for a C-section and not have to do any work. Wow. I know it was kind of nice just walking Can in Can we pull the people that made these comments, please? <laughs> oh. I'm about to say go troll. No, I'm just kidding. I know. I know. But uh, yeah, it. I mean, it was kind of nice. It is a major. You cut into abdominal muscles. You have to recover. It's very sore. You can't just up and move. I mean, yeah. my sister had two. Like, I saw hers. And she envied me. And there's right? no... Right. That's right. And especially in recovery. Like, you can have a vaginal birth and pop right out of bed and walk the hallways and take a shower and take a bath. I literally had to have somebody practically carry. I was like a hunchback walking to the toilet because you can't even climb out of bed. And it was, yeah, that part was really hard. So look, moms with C-sections, there's nothing easy about it. And so let's all give each other a little bit of a break. Um, You know, C-sections are planned for many reasons. I mean, they could be from an induction. It could be somebody just choosing, but it can also be from a complication, from an emergency. Like, let's not assume that one person is doing it in the easier, better, worse way than the other. Most of the time, I'd say that we don't have a choice. Right. Thank God we have this option, though. Another way to bring babies into the world healthy. Yes, absolutely. I wish you could just, like, pull them out of your belly button. That would be easier. (laughs) I do have a really large belly button. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, is that what that holds for? Yeah, that's oh. what I'm telling my kids. So yeah, maybe that's, that's what, what we like. I'm going to tell now. Grace that now. Yeah, babies come out of your. She'll. Yeah, she I'm, has been asking that question a lot lately. Oh my gosh. Okay, the next one. You're not proving anything by having an unmedicated birth. These are hateful. Okay, I love this one because let me tell you, I went in and I thought, oh, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm going to be like some he woman, like prove something. Oh God. First one. I'm like, uh, Anderson, can I get somebody in here? A stat? Like, nope. I was weak. I need drugs. I need it now. I know. But would you ever like, were you mad at the people that didn't have drugs? Like, why would you want to go up to somebody? that's your thing. Like if you want to do that and prove that to yourself, or maybe there's other reasons, like holistic reasons, like. That's your choice. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't affect anybody but you. Yes. And if you want to... Push a baby out without medication, Girl, you do you. You do you. Yeah. No judgment here. I, you know, it seems to be that the like moral of the story from these last few comments is it's really just, yo, let's just support these moms however they want. I, a couple podcasts ago, we talked about birth plans and uh, the funniest thing that my OB used to tell me is that she, when she has a new mom coming in and they show up with a birth plan, did you have a birth plan? Do I? Come on, Katie. Yeah, I know. That's a stupid question. Look, Kristen doesn't have to answer. She did not have a birth plan. (laughs) But so anyways, my OB would say that she, that when a new mom walked in with a birth plan, they would actually like laugh about it and say, oh my God, like she's definitely going to end up in the (laughs) C-section. Almost like if you plan it, it is terrible, but almost like if you plan it so hard something is going to go wrong so yeah like let's I mean this just breaks my heart that this is the most popular comments that people are being told and it's all just like 
criticizing something that may or may not be their choice. And also, who cares? As long as there's a healthy baby, healthy, happy baby, healthy, happy mom, we really don't care how they come into the world. Everyone needs to cut everybody else a break. Show some grace. Yeah. Okay, you read the next one. Okay, were you trying or was it an accident? I, I think that probably moms that have their babies close in age get asked that the most. Cue Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple people at our work because it's almost like, wow, you are, you have a three-month-old, a four-month-old, an eight-month-old at home, and you're already pregnant again. And, you know, I, I know moms personally that really struggled with fertility and getting pregnant the first time, maybe took years to get pregnant. And so when they had their first baby, they chose not to get back on birth control and then they like miraculously got pregnant as soon as, you know, they got their period. Right. So no, that mom wasn't trying, but she wasn't not trying. I think that that mom is just so grateful in the moment that it wasn't that struggle right. again. I have a friend who is 36. She had a previous marriage. She got divorced. She couldn't have children with her first husband. And she married this wonderful man and they have a great life now. But when they got married, she was already 35 and it was like, okay, I need to start having children. And so she did. And they had children like, bam, bam, bam. They're all less than a year apart. And most people would be like, was that planned? Absolutely it was. But at the end of the day, I don't know why it matters. No. It really. Accidents. I mean, to me, (laughs) if you're not on birth control and you're not trying like to prevent pregnancy, then you know that it's possible. Mm-hmm. So what would justify an accident? Maybe your husband had a vasectomy and you still got pregnant. That happens. My youngest brother is after my father's vasectomy. Oh, God. I know. Do you get a refund on the vasectomy if that happens? <laughs> I know. Just curious. <laughs> you should. You should. You absolutely should. To me, that is an accident. Right. But otherwise, you know, I think there's plenty of women out there that are, you know, just happily married and know that they want more kids. And they're just kind of taking the approach that if it's in maybe God's timing Mm -hmm. or what's meant to be will be. And, you know, whether it's an accident or not planned or not, whether she was temping and, you know, calculating out her ovulation schedule or just having fun and having more sex than us, (laughs) which is probably likely (laughs) no comment (laughs) then you know Jonathan if you're listening why are we so nosy you know I feel like this is mostly women probably these are all female oh yeah these are no men making these comments no no men are making except for maybe the one you're always snacking on something huh except my d no yeah oh my god I feel like there was a beep that was probably put in there and editing after this but yeah may or maybe a man that like um Ask if you're pregnant and you're just happen to be wearing like a loose top and you're not actually pregnant. Yeah, that's the yeah. worst. Yeah. I, they're probably at the bottom, but I would say the, yeah. But also no excuses. Come on, ladies. We're better than this. Let's not say these kinds of things. Like whatever happened to the golden rule, you know, treat people like you want to be treated, but also ask questions like that you want to be asked when you're pregnant yeah. instead of, you know, just really criticizing them and judging their decisions. How about just saying, wow, that's amazing. You know, I'm so happy for you that you got pregnant so easily or wow, you're really glowing or you look fabulous or how do you feel? Or I think you're doing an amazing job. We could all stand to have a little bit more kindness like that. Don't you think? I do. I think even the life, your life is over. Nobody mentions all the beautiful things that come with. They don't. And did you know, speaking of accidents that nearly half of all pregnancies are unplanned? 
You know, that's an alarming statistic. That's a court, right? I, that's higher than I thought, really. But that's kind of amazing. Yeah. That means to me, it's like it was meant to be. Like you were meant to have those children. Yes. Like it wasn't planned and you still did. Like that's kind of beautiful to me. It is. Absolutely. I had my third because I knew I had one more baby in me. You had one more in you. I did. So glad we have Lila. Sometimes I want to put her back. She but is your favorite. <laughs> she is my password baby. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. We um, all have one. Oh my gosh. You're so big. I get this non-pregnant, so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. No, that's horrible. (laughs) You know, any comment on people's body in general is just a horrible thing. Like, unless you're like, wow, you look amazing, or I love how perky your boobs stayed after um, pregnancy, which probably has never been said to any mom ever. Those words have never been spoken to anyone ever. (laughs) other <laughs> ever um can yeah what what are things we could say maybe instead of oh my gosh you're so big how about just your belly is so cute because that's what I think people mean maybe this isn't necessarily like mean comments like they're not trying to be so. hateful it's more just maybe you haven't seen that person in a while and it's like oh because I'm I'm like visually doing my hands like it's on their belly like oh my gosh you're so big I feel like you said that to me several times at some point but I didn't take it like it was like oh my god you're so big yeah. I love it yes but it was like and I love it yeah but I think for a mom that's maybe sensitive about it and she's not fitting into her pants and she hates her body and she doesn't feel good and you know when you're pregnant and that pregnant when somebody's saying that to you you have stuff coming out of everywhere nothing nothing fits right you don't even feel great and the last thing you want to hear is that you are so big in any tone so I apologize for telling you that if I said that it's okay I didn't take it personal did I grab your belly and kiss it at you the did same you kind of shook it and yeah. was like and was like you're so big you're so big I love you <laughs> low bro <laughs> probably right um okay, okay so let's not comment on your, your so life is today. over enjoy sleep while you can that's advice not a mean comment <laughs> that, is, that is advice because your life actually is over no, and you're not gonna a part sleep. of your life is over you know i think it's more especially for first-time moms we just I, you know, it's maybe it's moms that have had multiple kids and they've lived it and we know like sleep while you can sleep and you enjoy your free time. And we want them, you know, it's with a good intentions. We want them to appreciate it and understand it because it is over. Like it's going to change until you're on vacation. You are just not going to sleep in okay. period. So let's work on deliverability of these statements because it shouldn't be scary and it shouldn't sound like an insult. And I think that's how moms that haven't experienced it and all they think it's going to be is like rainbows and sunshine and butterflies probably don't want to hear that their life is almost over. Yeah, I think second time moms probably know to just let it roll. But a first time mom, this is probably impactful. It can cause a lot of anxiety that they did not already have, right? They're yeah. like, oh, I didn't know it was going to be this terrible. Yeah. My life is over? Am I, is it too late to re- like? What do I do? I'll never sleep again. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's. How about you're tired now? Just wait until the baby comes. Oh, well, that is a true statement. Yeah. These are turning into life. Sorry. And not... we're, getting, <laughs> we're getting warmer. We're getting um, warmer, not colder. I, I mean, it's you do function on a very different level of being tired. Like being tired in college is one thing. Being tired maybe after your honeymoon is one thing. (laughs) Very different. Okay. Um, And then being tired after baby arrives because, and especially after second and third and fourth baby even, because you just, everything becomes about them. And that's the whole like beauty and struggle of motherhood is that you start to 
stop prioritizing yourself and you're prioritizing your kids and your husband and everyone around you. Have you have a whole new identity. You're yeah. now a mom. So instead of it being like, you're tired now, just wait until the baby comes. Maybe we just need to change it. Like, what's a way we could say that? I know. Hey, you're going to be really tired. What are, like, offer things that you could do to help. I'm, I'm sending you food the first week. Or yes. I'm going to come by and grab that baby at least once a week and just give you oh, a I thought you were going to say, and take it home with me. Not your children. <laughs> I would. I would take any one of y'all's newborns oh. home with me. But I'm going to give them back to you when they're about five months old. She would. Yes. But yeah, I think offering something that helps. I mean, maybe it's scheduling um, like house cleaners over to their house, you know, and or splitting that with some friends and just so that somebody shows up and like cleans their bathrooms and vacuums. That like the things sense. that we would have appreciated as first time moms, we just do as acts of kindness instead of reminding them how hard they're going to be because we know that they're going to be tired. The reality is, is they're not going to sleep when baby's sleeping because that's when you have to do the laundry and make the dinners and do the groceries and still, you know, maybe catch up on work if you're working from home or at work. I mean, any of the things that you have to do, there's no, just the world stops moving while baby sleeps. No. Cause moms make the world go round. We do. We do. Um, how about you? You sure you want to eat, drink, do that? Well, gosh. If it involves a carb, yes. Yes. Always yes. Or sugar. Or sugar. Or cheese. I feel like that's another body comment. Like you're insinuating that if you're going to eat or drink that, maybe a milkshake, maybe whatever. Um, I mean. And then the next one is about snacking. So these are all food related. Um, I do love the one. Are you sure you're not having twins? I feel like people say that a lot. Out like a lot like you haven't had any ultrasounds and so you're just going to be surprised yeah like that happens all the time surprise twins that you yeah. didn't know about yeah yeah no I don't think that's a and thing. thanks because that basically means I'm so big that I have two babies in me and you're amazing <laughs> that if somebody ever says that to you are you sure you're not having twins whoever whatever pregnant mom is listening you should immediately say back to the person oh my gosh well congratulations I didn't realize you were pregnant or how far along are you? Like, just toss it back. Maybe that's what we should be doing. Is Like, if I ever come up to you, Kristen, and I'm like, are you sure you want to be eating that? You should say, well, I, I saw... you did that last week when I got a Hot Pocket for lunch. <laughs> you should say, well, are you sure you should have eaten what you ate yesterday? Yeah, exactly. Like, because... Just flip the it same back thing. around. Flip it back around. I like it. Um, how about while you waited a long Ooh. time to get pregnant? That's... Yeah. That's a tough one. And you know, I've got a soft spot in my heart for infertility. So right? you don't even know if they struggled with getting pregnant for years. You know, maybe they had multiple miscarriages. Like you're just opening up a really hurtful can of worms by saying that to somebody. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. We waited a little while, but we had a miscarriage and then we waited another, and then you took a little while to get pregnant and then, you know, time yeah. goes by. Yeah. And you had them four years apart. And you had them four years apart. So basically we're learning too, that people are criticizing if you have your babies too far apart and if you have them too close. So tell us world, what is ideal age gap for everyone to have their children so that we can plan accordingly so that we're not insulted by, you know, Karen on the <laughs> at the grocery store. It's Ugh. two years, Katie. I know. It's two years exactly. Yeah, two years is the magic number. So do not have sex until you are 14 months. Or your first is 14 mm-hmm. months. Yeah. yeah. Then- Actually, no. If I had to pick a number, I'd say four is the magic number. I-, I agree. 
But then my, there's such beauty in having them close together, like when they grow up. Like, I, there's benefits to all of it. Like, there's benefits to having them close. There's benefits to having them spread out. There's benefits to having one. There's benefits to having five. Yes. I mean, and there's hard parts. Well, this was a fun episode. I feel like. I'm both surprised at some of these comments that we went through, but also it gave us a perspective and made us probably think a little bit next time we see a pregnant woman, right? Or someone who we think is pregnant. Let me rephrase that. You should know if the person is pregnant before you ever engage in any comments. Okay. Everyone out there, but no, these were helpful. Um, I think the story was, Hey, just be kind, say something to somebody else that you would want them to say to you. Um, But if you want to hear more of episodes like this, be sure and click the subscribe button. And don't forget to visit our website at cadenlane.com. We'll see you again soon. Bye.